Shelton. Welcome to Frank Shelton's podcast on life, leadership, and our Lord. Frank is an author, evangelist, and one of the most sought-after speakers in America. Frank is married to his sweetheart, Ruth, and they have two children and live near Washington, D.C. After working two decades on Capitol Hill, he left by faith to preach the gospel. He served five years on staff with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, and he was a chaplain at three Summer Olympics. Today, Frank has preached on five continents and addressed audiences at stadiums over 120,000 in attendance. His TV ministry, By Faith with Frank Shelton, airs weekly to over 150 million homes worldwide. And today, he's thrilled to speak to you. Enjoy today's message by our host, Frank Shelton. Hey, my friends, welcome to all those listening today. And uh, what a treat it is to be broadcasting live just outside of the nation's capital. I want to give a shout out to all of our pastors. It is Pastor Appreciation Month. I want to say specifically to my parents' pastor near Ocean City, Maryland, Pastor Paul Sherwood. And uh, he is retiring this Sunday after probably 50 years in the ministry. And I just want to tell you, sir, much love. And we thank God for your ministry to not only mom and dad, but to so many. Your reward will be huge. It's an honor to follow my wife. It was neat to hear her voice. Not too many people in radio can say that uh, they get to follow right behind their wife on the airwaves, and we don't take that for granted. When I say hi to all of our partners and uh, just the pastors this year that have graciously opened up your pulpits to allow us to preach, we're eternally thankful. Uh, just this past week, I flew to Nashville, Tennessee last weekend and spoke at a large Christian event called The King is Coming, and uh, over 5,000 attended. And uh, my friend, Pastor Ben Graham, the nephew to Dr. Billy Graham, uh, was the co-host, along with a state senator, Mark Pody. I love it when lawmakers love the Lord unapologetically. And it was humbling. They gave me a proclamation from the Tennessee uh, state capitol. And then they had a flag flown over in my honor on the governor. Uh, Lee actually uh, signed the uh, flag, so it was humbling. Uh, I flew back late Saturday night and had the honor to preach in Virginia at my dear friend Pastor Steve Reynolds Capital Baptist Church in Annandale, preached 815, 930, and 11. God used those three services in a powerful, powerful way. Tuesday night, I was the guest professor at a school of ministry on the Eastern Shore with Pastor Abraham Lankford, and for two and a half hours, I had the honor to teach pastors and folks in ministry, and I think behind every preacher is a teacher, and they were the most respective group I've been to in a long time. They got one 15-minute break out of two and a half hours. They were there five minutes early in between the second break, and they said, let's start now. Why wait? And man, God met with us in a profound way. I talked about the highs and lows that come with ministry. And then this weekend, I'll be driving eight hours to South Carolina, and I'm preaching at a predominantly African-American church at Christian uh, Crown Christian Center in North Augusta, South Carolina. Cannot wait to be with those precious people. I'll preach the 11 a.m. service, and then Monday in Georgia, I'll be on television on Club 36 TV. If you would like to join Ruth and I next September, we're going to be going to Rome, Italy, Athens, Greece, and the Holy Land, 12 days, 11 nights. We would be honored. It's going to be 
on a Royal Caribbean cruise, and it's all you can eat, including the flight. We would love for you to join us, and uh, 12 days, 11 nights, if you go to Frank at frankshelton.com, I'll mail you the free four-page flyer, and uh, maybe if you're listening and uh, maybe you're a member of a local church, why don't you reach out to the deacons and say, not only do we want to go, let's tap into the mission budget and minister to the minister and send him and his spouse to join us. So the word of the day is don't miss the boat. God is so good. Um, I want to share with you just a thought real quick. I want to turn in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. The Bible says, Seeing we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and ascend that does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race set before us. Christianity is not a sprint. It is a marathon. Number two, the three most important words in all the Bible, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and is currently sitting at the right hand of the Father. Verse 3, consider him lest you faint and grow weary. Galatians 6, 9, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we'll reap if we faint not. So when I look at Hebrews chapter 11, some call it God's hall of fame. Others have called it God's hall of faith. But there is a crowd in the clouds, seeing we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. I want to share with you today that there are three crowds watching your every move. There's a crowd above in heaven, there's a crowd beside on earth, and there is a crowd below in hell watching your every move. The Bible talks about a crowd in the cloud. We see the Savior and the saints who are already in glory, and they're peeking over the portals of paradise. And I submit to you they're looking down on us, but not in a negative way, in a positive way. And I really believe they are pushing for us, pulling for us, and praying for us. So there's the Savior and the saints, but there is the saved and the sinner on earth. Everywhere you go, at Walmart, or pushing a cart at a grocery store, or filling up your car at a gas station, or using an ATM at Wawa, wherever you go, there is a crowd around you. And you're a billboard, and folks are watching you, whether you believe it or not. And you don't have to be famous for someone to be looking at your life. We're all billboards, and we need to represent Jesus, not some brand name. The biggest name of all is Christ the Lord. So there's a crowd above, there's a crowd beside, but there's a crowd below. So just where there's the Savior and the saints in heaven, there is Satan and those separated forever in hell. You remember the one who was burning in the lake of fire? There was Abraham and the rich man's servant. He said, if he could just put a drop of water on his finger and put it on the tip of my tongue would be great. And they said, it's too late. There is a great, great gulf between you and them now. And see, the problem with hell is once you get in, you don't get out. And uh, I want to share with you, although there's three crowds, heaven, earth, and hell watching us, we need to do it for an audience of one. I shared with that school the other day, I want to encourage you to have crazy faith. I really believe if it doesn't sound crazy, it may not be Christ. Um, God calls us to not always do easy things, 
but he calls us to do noble and good things. But if God be for you, who can be against you? One time I was at the Family Christian Bookstore at the St. Charles Town Center in Waldorf, Maryland, and I was in the back of that Bible bookstore, and they had all the upcoming concerts, and I saw a cruise ship. The year was 2006. And, I mean, everybody was on it. It was Dr. Tony Evans. It was Jensen Franklin. It was uh, Pastor John Hagee from San Antonio. There was well-known Christian artists. It was Nicole C. Mullins. It was Sonic Flood. It was uh, Casting Crowns, Hezekiah Walker, Donnie McClurkin, um, some of the biggest names in Christianity. And I just remember looking at that poster, and I said, God, maybe one day, you can open up the door for me to possibly preach on a ship like that. See, Bible college teaches us how to promote the Lord, but we fail at promoting others. Be inspired by others, but do not be intimidated by others and compliment others. You know, this is not a competition. The competition is Satan and we're running out of time, not the clergy or church running larger numbers around the corner. The last five letters of jealousy spell lousy. And until you can compliment others, you may be a complaint to everybody around you. And I just believe if God did it for them, maybe he could do it for me. And if God did it for me, he can do it for you. Have crazy faith. And there was an 800 number similar to this cruise. And, but it was going to Bahamas. And the Lord said, do you want to go? And I said, yes, Lord, I'd love to go on something like that. And he said, well, call the 800 number and see if they'll let you speak. Now, this sounds crazy, but again, if it's not crazy, it may not be Christ. And it wasn't that I would be seen. I knew the gospel, God gave me the gospel to preach. It was a message that needed to be heard. And I got on the phone number, and there was a real sweet lady on the other line, and she said, hey, sweetheart, are you trying to book a cabin? I said, well, kind of. I'm also hoping to speak on the ship. And this is where I'm waiting for her to laugh and tease me. And she paused, and she said, praise the Lord. I hope it works out. And then I said, well, who's this Dr. Matthew Dunaway? He obviously has a, a vision. That's amazing. Could I kindly get a cell phone to see if I could talk to him? And there was a long pause, and this is where Satan was teasing me. He ain't going to call you back. And she said, honey, ain't nobody asked me for his cell phone. I don't think it's against the law. Let me put you on hold. Well, two minutes later, she comes back and gives me the organizer's cell phone. And the devil's like, well, he's not going to call you back. Well, I called, and he said, uh, what do you do? And I said, well, my name's Frank. I'm an evangelist. I do celebrity impressions, but I love to flat-out brag on Jesus. He said, interesting. He said, I just had a cancellation, if you look on the poster of that ship. And he said he's in Los Angeles, but he's double-booked. And I just found out last night he can't come. I'll give you two 15-minute slots on the main stage in front of a couple thousand and then I'll let you speak to two 1,000 school assemblies in the Bahamas. Will that work for you? And I couldn't believe it. That was only supposed to happen one year. They end up doing it three years on road to the Bahamas. They end up doing it to Jamaica. And in four cruises, it made the Guinness Book of World Records. To this day, it's the largest ever Christian outreach using a cruise from one country to another. And at the last cruise in Jamaica, over 70,000 showed up, and the police officials told us since Bob Marley's death, out of all the reggae concerts, the largest crowd they've ever seen was that Christian crowd on the cruise when we came from America to Montego Bay, Jamaica, and saw thousands and thousands of saved. 
And the irony is I'm only one of two people in the country that actually spoke on all four cruises, and I would have missed it all if I didn't have crazy faith. I want to encourage you to have crazy, crazy faith. Number two, you have to compliment others. I'll say it again. See others as colleagues and not competition. And I just I want to tell you what I closed with telling the Bible college students the other night and the local pastors. You know, some of us dream about speaking to these large, large crowds, but remember this. It is an honor to speak to one. It is a privilege to speak to one and never forget the power of one. Several years ago, I had a friend who was invited to speak at the renowned Crystal Cathedral in California. It's an all-glass church. Maybe you've seen it on worldwide television. Dr. Robert Schuler started that church, and he had the chance to share his testimony, and he said, well, why don't you call the office and see if they will have you preach? The Crystal Cathedral, one of the largest churches in America, and I'm on a missions trip, not an ego trip, but God called me to go, and I'll go to the smallest church in the county, but I've also been blessed to speak at some of the biggest churches in the country. Crazy faith. It's all about Jesus. Well, they called and said, Mr. Shelton, do you want to give a testimony? Do you want to preach at the Crystal Cathedral? I couldn't believe it. The Crystal Cathedral is offering me to preach. And the week before I was flying out there, I got another call from the secretary, and she said, uh, Sir, we have a small problem. The Catholic Diocese of California just bought the Crystal Cathedral. We have filed for bankruptcy, and we don't own the building any longer. And they said, uh, this will be one of the last few weeks, and the grandson to Schuler will be preaching. It's nothing personal, but I'm sorry you won't be speaking. And my heart dropped, but I felt more bad for them than me. And I flew out there, and uh, Satan was teasing me. Well, they didn't have you. Don't even go look at the building. Well, I wanted to be on the property. I wanted to see the church with my own eyes. And uh, on the last day in California, I drove to the Crystal Cathedral. It was the Thursday. I was supposed to speak Sunday. But they were having public tours. The good news is they were having tours. The bad news is the last tour of the day closed at 4 p.m., and I'm there at 4.01. And I'm banging on the door. They're locked. There was a Hispanic janitor in there. And I said, can I come in? And he let me in. And I just could tell he had the weight of the world on his shoulders. I never told him I was a preacher. I never told him I was supposed to speak there Sunday. I was just in awe of that massive building. And I just said, sir, can I pray for you? And he said, yes. And the moment I put my hand on his shoulder, he began to cry. He looked like the hunchback of Notre Dame. He was like a wilted flower. But when I lavished love, it was almost like pouring water on a dead plant. And he began to stand straight, and I just thanked him for his ministry and told him I know God was proud of him, and just the greatest are the servants. And um, he hugged me, and he asked for my cell phone. And as I got on the plane the next day, I was first flight out of LAX at 6 a.m., and um, 33,000 feet, and the Holy Spirit said, Frank, you thought I sent you to the Crystal Cathedral to speak to a couple thousand on Sunday, and they were going to air it next week to multiplied millions. And your heart was right, and it wasn't your fault that you didn't get invited to speak. But he said, I didn't fly you this week to the Crystal Cathedral to speak to millions. I had you speak to one. And I want you to remember, it not only blessed him, but for two years, every time I got up to preach somewhere, Jose the janitor 
from the Crystal Cathedral was calling me to tell me, Frank, I'm proud of you and I'm praying for you. Never forget, it's for an audience of one, but you may not be able to reach the world, but someone is dying for you to reach them today because at the end of the day, one is still a big number. God bless you and go with God. Thank you for joining Frank Shelton today. Consider bringing Frank to your next outreach. Feel free to contact us at frank at frankshelton.com and look for us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Frank Shelton Jr. If you would like to partner with Frank Shelton Global, you can donate online at frankshelton.com. Your generosity will help us bring the word to the world. This is Frank Shelton reminding you when you're down to nothing, God is up to something. God bless you and go with God. Tune in next week and God bless you.